Bizzle. I'm called the Jesse James. Jesse, aka the Bizzle. Yo, the Bizzle. Thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle. Thank you, the Bizzle. Yeah, the Bizzle. All right, folks. Welcome to season one, episode seven of the Defenders. Fish in the jailhouse. So I took another break of a few days, at least, since episode six, and not only did I get through Iron Fist season two, I really, really liked it. Now, part of it was the writing was much better. It was only ten episodes, um, and they gave at least as much time to Colleen and Misty Knight as they did to Danny Rand. The bad guys weren't particularly interesting in terms of their backgrounds, but just really solid performances. But mostly the friendship uh, that already existed but kept getting stronger and stronger uh, between... um, Okay, so this is a flashback, obviously, for when her and Matt first met. She tries to convert Matt, and it's not working. Goes to... Right, the chase needs Matt Murdock's stick. Um, but anyways, Misty Knight and Colleen both together, especially together, but even when they're not together, are great in it. I love Rosario, but having Misty being the, the moral heart and connective tissue was a great idea. Right. He really tried. She really tried to convert. Now, the thing is, she did fall for him, which we have heard in Daredevil and we'll hear later. Right, he says, you fell in love. Yep. All right. When have you ever come with me with excuses like this? Says stick. All right. Let me adjust the screen here. Um, Sorry, this was great. And I knew that it could at least be really good and entertaining based on, as I've been talking about, Colleen and Danny's performance, uh, Finn Jones and Jessica Henwick's performance. But I am full out crushing, like season one of S.H.I.E.L.D. Chloe Bennett crushing on Jessica Henwick. Um, and she's such a great fighter. And as we're going to see in this episode, especially episode eight, they're already accentuating her solo fighting abilities. Um, and we see even so much more in Iron Fist. I'm not going to spoil anything with Iron Fist. You guys should see it. There's some huge twists in the last few episodes. All I will say is that the biggest twist uh, in terms of Danny and Colleen was something I loved, but I can totally see fanboys getting mad. So that's your clue. And here we are back to a great discussion between discussion between Stick and Electra. Where Sticks being an asshole doesn't get how complicated the situation is. He still loves her. He's not trying to kill her yet. But when she tries to run away from the chase is when um, he, he feels like he has to kill her because the black sky is out there. Here's Stick dead. This is In the Pines, also known as Where Have you, Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Made I, most famous for my generation, for sure, by <laughs> Kirk Cobain and Nirvana. Last night, in the pine, in the pine, where the sun don't ever shine, I shivered the whole night through. Oh man, so good. I love how they start each of these episodes, a lot of the episodes with flashbacks, but because people are binging it and they're well done... I mean, we, uh, it's, great. it's a great device. Uh, now, we know these guys aren't dead, so, but this is definitely the Avengers are down and out, and they got to regroup. Oh, yeah, baby. So, yeah, Iron Fist Season 2, much lower stakes. Pretty much just can... I mean, now, while Iron Fist is fighting... Some, this isn't a, a spoiler, because they established early on. While, while Danny is fighting an old friend that he trained with as a kid in, in Kunlun, um, who has gone bad and is jealous of the Iron Fist, that's sort of the main con- conflict on the surface. There's also gang war stuff, but... There's not a lot of huge fighting. It's mostly one-on-one or two-on-one or two-on-two. And the stakes are a bit lower, but it's not that the stakes are lower that makes it better, but that they really focus on a smaller character story that still has weight. And I'm always saying that, you know, you don't need an epic plot or tons of special effects to make it epic. You can have epic character stuff. 
And we certainly get that with Danny, Colleen, and Misty in Iron Fist Season 2. So there's my recommendation. Um, I'll try not to spoil anything, but it won't be a spoiler that Jessica Henwick as Colleen's a spectacular fighter, and we will see that soon. It's also a nice trick that it looks like... Uh, uh, I think in the final episode, it looks like they're going to put Colleen on ice again, but it's only to have the most, uh, ep- I think, epic and well-choreographed one-on-one fight in the series. All right. Let me just make sure we're still recording. We still got the camera going all over the place, disorienting us. And they're in jail again. I think the third time with her Misty Knight. Yep. We got to stop meeting like this. Oh, man. So this is Misty's. This is the end of misty not trusting these guys and it's a very smooth transition into iron fist where her and colleen are friends because of the events of the end of the defenders and just like when some people finally see Kilgrave, um like the detective played by the guy who played freeman in the wire in season uh one of jj he doesn't believe her until he believes her because he sees Kilgrave control the entire police station and when misty sees what's going on with the hand and she has something going on with her arm you've seen this before she she believes but she doesn't get fired they they sweep everything under the table because even the asshole police commander knows that this is beyond what he can understand Misty, you can tell by Misty's face that she doesn't believe Jessica killed them, uh, but she's trying to leverage Jessica, because Jessica is the most emotional, even though she should be immune to all this. They're down the hall. Aww. Right. Misty's right there on the same side, but she doesn't know how much that's true. Mm-hmm. They should deal Misty in here, and they would avoid some problems later on but it's understandable that they right not very well the hand so she's so beautiful as like i'm guessing a 40 year old woman the woman who plays misty knight i know she's somewhere between 35 and 45 she looks even more vibrant and great because she's not in the dark all the time with this lighting we see her in bright daylight in chinatown her and colleen oh man you add claire temple rosario i mean the end of this series is like three of the most beautiful women on television try me Here's Matt. He starts freaking out. <laughs> the Kramer moment. <laughs> you look like shit, so it's fogging. There is a god. And Foggy gets the suit and thinks he gets Matt killed. Danny Rant. The billionaire. Yeah, fucking Stick. Stick's dead. He keeps caring for Stick even though he should not. Stick's an asshole. He's a dead asshole. I should get my Daredevil comics. I'm starting to really get into this character. They're at my mom's place right now. This is great acting from Charlie Cox. I mean, that's the thing. When it's the best actors, like Kristen Ritter, Charlie Cox, John Bernthal, they have entire, like, 10, 20 seconds plus scenes where, in scenes where you just see them emoting on their faces. So, right. So, I, I did rewatch these two episodes, even though I promised I wouldn't. I had to finish this. I finished Daredevil season two, which is great. Very sad. Um, your ex-girlfriend. Um, and so I'm going to talk a little bit over this because this whole beginning part, while extremely well acted, pr- 
pretty well written and, and well executed is just them trying to get back together we all know they're going to escape and head to the final battle but you also get the final character moments between some of these characters up oh, here we go she doesn't believe his bullshit this is great all right i need to increase the volume folks yeah answer a few questions <laughs> attorney client privilege she's like bullshit the shit. Uh-huh. Whoop. Something. <laughs> she knows. Cut the shit. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's right. She's right. Misty's right the whole time. She just doesn't realize how serious the situation really is. All due respect. Yeah. Now she's off the, the trail. Off the track. But it's not trucking. <laughs> Here's Luke out again. First time uh, uh, these two women. This is it. You know, they were in like the Matrix torn up, you know. Tracksuit. By the way, I love that Colleen's like uniform. The way Jessica is scarf, you know, jacket, boots, etc. I love that Colleen's costume. Pretty much through this and Iron Fist, is various types of super cute, sexy gym outfits because it's so practical. Just like her carrying the sword. Oh, the sword stuff in Iron Fist season two, guys. Holy shnikes! All right, I'm gonna just boost the sound here. Another great bonding moment here between Colleen and Claire Temple. God bless them. I mean, the thing is, both the Defenders and Iron Fist Season 2 are kind of about Colleen in a lot of ways, about her growth. If you just look at this as the Defenders versus the Hand, then it's just, you know, a team-up superhero battle like Age of Ultron. Now they do have to learn to get over one another and themselves. But in terms of the growth and maturity of a character who's way more powerful than she realizes, <clears throat> Colleen is definitely the one that starts here, and they clearly saw it, just like they saw it with Rosario. Um, and... Uh, and they do with Colleen. This is a great speech. You know, Claire never takes credit for anything. And Colleen is like, you're saying I'm the foundation, but you're the foundation, <laughs> Claire. And she is. Sidekick, a good look on me. These two clearly like each other. Not like them, right? Not like this. Even Jessica. Right? Rosario runs into the fire. That makes her a superhero. Dumb people. You mean you? Henwick, great young actress, guys. Keep your eye on her. She's going to be big time in a few years. There's a reason Game of Thrones, Star Wars, and Marvel have all had her. And by the way, <clears throat> of those three series, uh, Marvel is arguably the, the best, and she's the biggest role. Claire. I also got some free... I uh, Iron Fist comics recommended by the legendary Paul Herman for free on Comicsology. Ed Brubaker, very excited. Mm-hmm. 
Right. They're going to try and bully her back, but it's not going to happen. This is not our first coup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Without the substance, they're they're weak and they're vulnerable. Oh, that guy's going to get it from Colleen. Get it. Get it. Mm-hmm. All right. It's global. Sorry for the clicks, guys. I got a great new keyboard, but it's mechanical. It's kind of loud. I'll try and limit it. So we do get the exposition that I had forgotten about. It makes more sense on repeat watchings of all the shows. Adam Gao is just pure poison. It's sort of like the Cylons. You know, you wonder why the Cylons picked to look like with their 12 models and all their copies, various ages and races. Madame Gauss clearly could look younger or different than she does. She's using it to her advantage. You know, nothing of power. Don't challenge her, guys. Don't challenge her. Mm-hmm. It's not what you did. How you did it. Uh-oh. Yeah, she doesn't give two shits. She wants power. Yeah. I mean, there's a direct line from when Sigourney Weaver thinks she's leveling with the lecture and bring her back into the fold, and all the lecture hears in that entire thing is, you need the substance to live, so do I, and I need you, but you don't really need me, so. Yeah, Flask. Oh, there's... The only thing they, they showed in the trailers that comes from the last few episodes, God bless them, is Jessica drinking a beer on the train coming up, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Right. Having just watched this, this this episode has great character building, but it's also a bit of a slow burn to the final. Um, but they're all like that, you know. I'd much rather have more build up in in a shorter and sweeter ending than, you know, like Punisher. It was exhausting the last few episodes. Just plot, 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 plot. Action, action, action. This is all irrelevant because they're going to escape and this guy's going to think they're guilty until they sweep the whole thing under the rug. So let's do some review of the series so far, shall we? Matt has had to learn to trust some more people with his identity other than Foggy and Karen. Um, I can't remember when Karen learns. It must happen between the series. I, I, I just watched Daredevil and, and there's no... Oh, you know what? I have a few minutes left on the final episode. Maybe he tells her then. Um, <clears throat> Jessica has... Cl- is happy to see Luke again and that that combined with the danger um, has clearly opened her up and she's started to form a relationship with Matt Murdock. Danny Rand is learning to be less naive even though he's right almost all the time. Misty Knight is a character as I said early on that's the skeptic but she also had to be the one to cross the lines and she does uh, with her relationship with Colleen and Claire Temple. <clears throat> right. But what's funny is this guy keeps threatening to lock him up. He has to know they're going to try and break out. But it's almost like a charade that's like Jim Gordon as a commissioner and some of the police officers support Batman in Gotham City. Some of them don't support Batman. It said, you know, some of them are on the fence. But Misty knows that this guy does not understand. Misty tried to do it her way, didn't work. He's doing a much harder sell and he forced them to escape and (laughs) break the side of the building. I do like, though, this is the tease where you think they're immediately going to escape, but there's some there's some tight character stuff before that happens. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like they're going to do anything to him. Uh-huh. They still have legal rights. X-Men stuff. <clears throat> yeah. And then he keeps threatening Misty that she's going to lose her job. But she gets offered a promotion to captain between now and Iron Fist, which is great. They need those people. If, if, if you don't have... If it's not like Batman and Jim Gordon at the top. Then you need people high inside of the department to support you and keep going to bat for you. Man, Daredevil Season 2 is brutal. There's so much blood and guts and violence. Look at Claire. They're just shooting on Rosario looking at them for no reason other than... She's, they're like, man, Rosario's looking even a thousand percent more stunning today. Yeah. This always happens with Bat Murdoch, you know. They're like, we must do something now. Hold on, let me go save my friend. Or let me go talk to my friend. Mind if I explain later? Looks pretty bad. Yep. Okay, so Karen, I, I must have missed the last few minutes of the final Daredevil episode. Oops! This is my life. Right, this is a continuation of him offering to run away with um, Electra. And you really meaning it? It seems like at the end of two. <laughs> Colleen, oh man. Where did they find this girl? She's so great. <laughs> I wonder how old she is in real life. I'll look that up. Oh, she starts putting some stuff together? Or is she just having an emotional moment here? Let's see, gunshots, drugs. The thing is, with people like her and Claire, giving them loose-fitting, casual clothes and gym clothes is the best thing to do because, uh, as I've talked about, you know, some women are very full-bodied, you know, and that's beautiful to me. All beautiful, all, many women, if not all, are beautiful to me. They're beautiful on the inside, but, you know, there's practical things to take into account. And w- you have to go either really loose or super tight, like Black Widow, um, the, the classic leather Black Widow outfit. Just still looking for his camera. There, here's the thing. They thought they were going to use Iron Fist to set up the Defenders, but really, this sets up Iron Fist Season 2 is the much more important and effective aspect of this. Yep. Even though she spends much more time with Claire um, than she does with Misty in this series, because of their experiences here and because of the Claire connection and the Luke connection, it's very, very, very believable that her and Colleen, despite their age and cultural differences, would bond almost immediately. Mm-hmm. They have to have this discussion. Some people haven't seen all these series. This is the Daredevil thing, the hero versus martyr. And it's not a coincidence they use that word, you know, with, with the Catholic connection with Matt Murdock. There's no plan. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. Henwick is 25, 26. It's very hard at that age if you're not Jennifer Lawrence, you know? Especially if you start as a kid actress, then usually they wait till you're in your 30s to give you big roles again. Don't ask me why. I'm not sure. And it's not about looks because, yeah, some of the most beloved actors and actresses of both genders are very, very old. Here's the elevator. Okay, so one thing that's cool about the substance is it comes from ancient fossils from mythical creatures, which, you know, gasoline, you know, oil from the ground comes from fossils that have turned into oil over time. Don't ask me the chemical process. Here's Danny tied up. Uh, and so it's cool that like oil, it, this is almost like spice, right? Spice is the connection, uh, is a um, conglomeration of oil as well as the life-giving properties as well as like hallucinogenic drugs. Here 
here they're tapping into the ancient bones um, but instead of oil because they're mythical creatures like a dragon or something I think it's supposed to be a dragon like the dragon of Kunlun Finn Jones about 30 they still call him kid <laughs> Sir Loris Tyrell yeah the three remaining bad guys are gray and with Electra and the team trying to come together you you have two episodes without Sigourney Weaver but you don't really miss her in this episode because there's only a tiny bit of enemies and it would have been so cliched to have to fight her in a final fight wakes way more sense with the twist that Electra is the one to do it ah uh, poor Danny but now he actually has to start using his brain to get out of the situation uh which is great Electra Nachos Sorry about the mic movement. You know, as I mentioned, she had like one moment of clarity before getting away from Alexandra by killing her. They pretty much make Electra, other than not smiling, they pretty much make Electra's eyes look like Electra's eyes from here till the end. It was important that she not be at least at all or fully zombified and that this is a volition. This is a great twist I did not pick up on my first watching and almost missed on my second, which is she tricks him into bringing out the fist because she needs it as the key to open the door. And she, Danny being dumb and angry, he opens it up by accident. And then after that, they don't need him anymore. At least they're calling Electra his ex-girlfriend now and not his girlfriend. Right, it's true. Electra accidentally. Yeah, Electra didn't save him. She needs him to open the door. Mm-hmm. I like how Jessica just shuts up sometimes and follows Luke's lead. He's the one guy she truly likes and respects. Right. Yep, the blowing up. Mm-hmm. The digging stopped, but it's already like 500 feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they still don't know. Right, what are we going to do about it? That's Luke. Solutions oriented. <sighs> yeah, right now. Foggy pulls rank on Daredevil sometimes, and it's best friend. He has to do it. Uh, I knew that costume was in there, but it's so great. The fact that Matt's surprised the costume's in there is a cool touch. He thought he's completely alienated Foggy at this point, partially by accident, partially on purpose. He doesn't care if he loses his law permit at this point. Yeah, he knows Matt's going to do this with or without the costume, so it's the best he can do. Super Joe Jet for... Oh, it's great. Super Joe Jet for Jessica. Right. Yep. Yep, have to see him as a lawyer. So that's just how it has to be. Change of clothes. Mmm. Oh, that's what family's for. I like that they end with the hug. Mmm, Matt. Thinking about what could have been with Karen and his best friend. Rare Matt Murdock kind of smile. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It only took him 10 seconds of talking to 
to say we got to do this. Jessica's totally on board because Luke, it's awesome. He once she comes back to the Chinese restaurant, he he keeps her centered to the extent that he can, which makes their final interaction extra sad. I'm gonna have to back up from the mic. That's about to get really loud. Here's the threat of Misty's career. Mm-hmm. That she's not motivated by this at all. I mean, she's scared for her job, but she doesn't care about the promotion. Whoop. I mean, they have Luke Cage in a room next to the side of the building. What do they think is going to happen? It's a nice fan blowing to simulate wind there. <laughs> so the last couple episodes are going to be a little tough to do a lot of commentary on other than play-by-play because we've had six of the eight with amazing character and world building and now it's just a confrontation. This is better than most second-to-last episodes. When you look at this one on paper, sketched out, it would seem kind of boring. But they need to do this final bit of character building, just like Jess and Trish and the third-to-last episode, episode 11 of JJ1. Normally, we see that in like episode 10, 11, or 12, Punisher as well. Another Iron Fist. Yep. I'm free now. Yeah. Offering him keys to power. He's never tempted by this. He has to control his rage and fear, which is what Iron Fist Season 2 is all about, which parts part of what makes it great, especially for uh, Iron Fist character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't think Luke would go this far against the law, but this actually is what sets her off. Here goes Colleen. Yeah, baby. They need their fifth defender. Oh, man. And and by capturing Danny, it does make Colleen so much more central because she's trying to save him as well as fulfill the mission, which she knows better than anybody but Danny and Matt. Oh, she steals the bomb materials. Oh, my God. She finds the plans. She steals the C4. Um, she's such a fucking badass and so smart. Mm-hmm. There it is. She's a little scared, but it's got to be done. And so it's not all about Danny. It's about finishing the mission. So. Unlikely regular cops would recognize them, but it can't take the chance. They do kind of stick out, these three. Blind, giant strongman, and Jessica Jones. <laughs> Take a cab. <laughs> Jessica wants to take a cab to Midland Circle. <laughs> yeah, they don't have their wallets. 
Yeah, make a call, guys. Oh, the Metro card. They use Jessica's Metro card. Take the subway. This is great. They're taking the slow subway, the local late night subway to Midland Circle for the battle to save New York. (laughs) Homeless guy. Jessica sees the beer. She goes, oh, you know what I have? Oh, no. She takes it from the homeless guy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She has no shame. I love her. I would totally do this in her position. Daredevil can hear it. Luke, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) She just gulps down this entire thing. It's awesome. Uh, Jessica Jones, my hero. It's been a long week. (laughs) No, man. She's nervous. They all are. Some ways, her and Luke are the most nervous because they've never dealt with the full weight of the hand before until this week. What do you think? Yeah. So he tells Karen at the very end of, of Daredevil season two. I had forgotten that. He's close to moving on. Yeah. Foggy's finally starting to understand it. I told him to. Yeah. He didn't go as Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he thought Matt might say no. Fuggy always encourages him by accident. Alright, I think we'll get Matt back. Nope! <clears throat> he loves Electra more than you guys. It's total tragedy. <laughs> Claire. Okay, so the fact that they get Claire Temple into the heart of the battle, it seemed totally forced to have Rosaria there at episode 8, but she contributes so much, they never could. In fact, Misty does less and almost screws it up. Claire's the, just like Colleen. Claire's the sixth defender, or first, depending on how you want to count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. His true north. Luke's. Do the right thing? Yeah. Misty knows this deep down, but Claire has to keep reminding her. Yeah, he's finding his place. She's happy that he found others like him. It's not really his call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harlem can't afford to lose him. It's true. New York needs him to continue being a superhero. Mm-hmm. It's time for Misty to believe. Mm-hmm. Right. Not convenient. It's not really not convenient for me. <laughs> yeah. Luke is the one way more than JJ and Matt that convinces them because he's he's never swayed by alter, ulterior motives. He's not traumatized the way those two are. Oh shit! Where's Colleen? Uh, she stole the bombs and escaped. <laughs> she still wants more drinks. <laughs> maybe this is great. You know what he's gonna say? No, maybe. Carhartt jacket, very nice look for Luke. Back entrance. Yep, he scouted this somehow. Oh. Yeah, this whole thing takes place over two or three days. All the best stories do, movies or otherwise. You need the urgency. Here they go. Jessica Jones in the middle, baby. Yeah. 
Uh huh. We're not alone. Okay, here's the first of the fights. MJ deep cut. Oh, I missed that. We're we're not alone. <laughs> you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this guy. <laughs> oh, here's the hand. What's left? Three of the five. <laughs> we're here for Danny Rand. Right, they said the Artifice belongs to us in Daredevil Season 2. They talk about Electra belonging to them. Here comes the sword. Yep. Matt's got his stick. JJ's got her fists. She's digging in. She's standing like a batter at home plate. Her and Luke, look at them. Brawlers, three on three. This was a great setup. There's a lot of math in these team up, good guys versus team up bad guys. Comparative power stuff. But, you know, if Luke and Danny are the two most centered and good, but Luke is is the natural leader, even though he lets Jessica and Matt lead, and they're the smarter ones, but he he leads by example without trying. Like, Cap, fighting is all the hand knows. And Danny learns in Nine for Season 2 that fighting is all that he knows, and he needs to take a step back and reassess. I'm not the hand. Like, this is going to make him feel any better. Mm-hmm. This is as pointless as Alexandra's final plea to Electra. She's a terrible saleswoman. She just is, exudes evil and lack of control. Right, you sound like your master, Alexandra. I just said that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He didn't know Alexandra was dead. I totally forgot that. Mm-hmm. She's trying to convince him that he has ambitions of power, but it's just not right. I mean, he did want more, which was to come back to New York and protect it. Uh, although he doesn't know it yet. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can barely pull this on Matt. There's no way she's going to pull it on Danny. He's listening because he's got no choice. All right. Trying to connect over their masters being terrible. I took my destiny, says Electra. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of what's happening, actually, Electra. He's getting his clarity. Oh, here we go, baby. Yes. This is awesome. I mean, this is all part of Electra's plan is the thing, is that she wanted him, you know, she wants Danny to get the fist on so that she can open the door. All right, let's, let's, let's watch this scene. Right, Madam Gao uses force powers, blows it up. So this is total Matrix. Between the, the flowing robes, you know, looking like flowers in the wind and the slow motion, definitely like Matrix Reloaded shit, which you know I love. I'm stronger than I look. That's an understatement. They actually get this old Chinese lady to fight hand-to-hand, which is great. Yeah, this is like Neo fighting the agents, but reversed. Finn Jones is fighting in Iron Fist Season 2 is as good as it's going to get, which is pretty darn good. Sorry about that. I lean so close to the mic, I sometimes hit it with my beard that it scares me. Okay, smashes Madame Gao and gets the concrete. She breaks everything. She's shooting cars with her hands at Luke. I mean, she has to literally throw cars at Luke Cage to get that to happen. He's going to throw a pipe at her. Oh, this is great. He throws it to Jessica. Watch this. Boom! 
<laughs> she just piped her right in the chest. Oh my god. Oh shit. <clears throat> Great intercutting of the fights. Here you actually want to have pretty fast cuts. Boom. Iron Fist stunt double is awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I thought there was not going to be any epic fighting in this episode. And I remember watching this and going, okay, A, I'm surprised they're going this hard in the second to last episode. And where are they going to go from here other than an army of ninjas? And it is kind of an army of ninjas, but the more I watch these Defender shows, especially Daredevil and Iron Fist and the, def- and the actual Defender series here. Oh, here's Colleen in her gym outfit. She looks so stunning in white. See, white sword, white outfit, and there's something else white. I'm teasing an Iron Fist, but I'm not saying anything else. Oh, she tried to force push Jessica right in the brain. We've actually never seen Kylo or, or Vader do that, I don't think. Yeah, not today, baby. Oh, yeah, Colleen. This is so great. Her, she gets to fight alone. Oh. They must they must do a to be continued in the middle of this fight, I think. It's it's amazing Daredevil even has a chance. He's just the best natural fighter. And as Stick says, as long as Stick's lived, oh, he swords a fire so they can get away. They need to get downstairs and get the substance. They didn't expect to get this much resistance from these three, Luke. I never don't buy that Mike Coulter's doing it. I mean, Jessica fighting is intentionally campy at times. She's so skinny and just blocks, knocks people back. But but Luke Cage, it never doesn't look like Terminator stuff. Everyone okay? Okay, he's long gone, says Jessica. Luke, he's calm. Hey. Oh, there's Colleen. You should be at the precinct. Oh, this is great. You're welcome. Oh, God, I love Jessica Henwick. You're welcome. Luke's <laughs> yes we still got danny in the lecture baby oh was that a headbutt this is so dark even on my my monitor i wonder if i can turn up this turn up to the movie setting a little brighter i know which one but you're not gonna get it she's just about to get it uh-huh right unlike you my match taught me loyalty oh that's why you're still chained here master mm yeah, that's the thing I don't get from one. It does nothing to do with seeing the dragon or the plot twist, but not seeing Iron Fist season one is the guilt that I guess he feels, or he feels responsible for the fall of Kunlun. I don't even know what that looked like or how it went down. Oh, you should have heard the way they screamed when I killed them. He, she's trying to sell that he, he killed the other defenders. Here comes the fist. Just what she wants. Here we go, baby. Uh, Danny, you dummy. Oh, 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 oh. The, the fact that she is the substance in this little black sky is the only thing that makes her not die. <laughs> Colleen's just hanging out. That's great. What's in the bag? I'm here to save Danny and make sure no one gets hurt ever again. God, Colleen's focus is amazing. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's knows, no, Daredevil knows what's in there. What are these, the cops? Oh, man. <laughs> Misty. Oh, Claire. Wait, how does Misty... I forgot she came this early. Oh, she goes out to stall the cops. How long do you want me to stall them? Claire's totally sold her at this point. Oh, my God. Wet Electra. <laughs> yes, baby. What a stunner. Knockout. I, I, know, I mean, 
even if you don't like the character of Electra, how can you not love her brutal fighting? I don't think we ever see her fight Colleen extended or at all. She's directing him towards the wall. Right. Here's the wall. It looks just like the entrance to Moria. Boom. And the iron fist punches through it, which is exactly what she wanted. All the electricity goes off. She's opened the door. She's way smarter than everyone else. Alexandra probably would have failed at this, which is the thing. It can't be good. You know who's behind this? Is this Matt? Mitchell. Is that her boss? That must be her boss. I I don't know who Mitchell is. Must be her Jewish boss. There's so many Jews, like Jews playing Jews in the Punisher and the Defenders. It's great. It's New York. I mean, you got to do it. A lot of diversity, a lot of juice. Wow. So we have all the, def- I mean, I consider Claire and Colleen both defenders, essentially. Misty is essentially one by the time we get to Iron Fist season two. She's the seventh defender. Here she is. <laughs> she's a terrible liar, but they have no reason not to believe her. Here comes the stalling. Night. Where you been? Mm-hmm. I had a feeling I didn't report that I was coming down. Uh-huh. All right. He knows. He's lying, but there's too much going on. Oh, they're pushing. Are the defenders holding it on the other side? Or are they just... No, they twisted the bar around it. Here we go. This is great. They get back into the white rooms. Colleen's holding C4 in her right hand and her sword, katana in her left. <laughs> I might have to do Iron Fist commentary, honestly, season two. There's enough interesting stuff to talk about. It goes deep. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, here it is. She finally shows them. <laughs> She's such a bad fucking ass. <laughs> oh, no. There it is. See? This is not happening. They're terrorists. They, this is the thing. Her and Danny are so much. Then it's not that they consider them above or beyond the law. It's just they know the stakes of how dangerous these people are. Don't put the shit on me. She, she thinks she's blaming. Jessica thinks she's getting blamed for this. <laughs> Domestic terrorism, right. Right, it's about you. Yep. Her, her East Coast accent sounds totally real to me. <clears throat> right, it's true. Let's head off the snake. They strongly tease that Madame Gao escapes in the final episode. Nope. <laughs> oh, wow. Jessica Henwick's English. I cannot believe it. She totally had me fooled. How did I not know that? So that's why she has the New York accent, because she's putting it on. I was thinking that might be the case. I kind of didn't want to know. Man, even more impressive that she's English. She, I, I didn't even know there were a lot of like half Asians in England. Of her type, Chinese. Up oh, here they go. Nice job, Danny, you dumb idiot. <laughs> you should have just died. Yeah, here's... It's hard to see, but it looks like they're in Dragon Bones. Those, I guess if you've seen Iron Fist 1, you, you would recognize them as Dragon Bones. I'm assuming... I thought these were Woolly Mammoth when I first saw them or something like that, but I think it's a dragon. The look of recognition and fear on his face would seem to indicate that's true. There's the tattoo. That comes in a big play in uh, Iron Fist 2. All right, guys. Great cliffhanger here on multiple fronts. Going to take a short break in maybe an hour, maybe a day, and get this series out the door with episode eight. You guys have been awesome. I have been the Bizzle. Thank you for joining me. May the force be with you as we still pull out. Yeah, that's a dragon. Definitely a dragon. 
it's not a coincidence to see the dragon on his chest. Okay, I'm an idiot. Definitely a dragon. And uh, I'll see you for episode eight called The Defenders. Talk to you soon. Bizzle out.